night before the eclipse oh, yeah, but we are we have properly gotten here on time at the climate pledge arena which mark do you want to tell the background the of how arena. we got that yeah uh, uh after 2018 when key bank left the area they uh needed a new name and so amazon bought the naming rights and then applied climate pledge arena as the name to heighten awareness of issues with climate change and climate pledges. <laughs> by, by deflecting attention from <laughs> what Amazon is doing to our environment. <laughs> so yeah, we, we got here, uh, parking went shockingly smoothly. Uh, you bought uh, parking ahead of time, which was nice, but we got a spot right away and walked over. Um, How many people would you say are dressed up, like percentage-wise? 10? Percent? It's a lot of people have, will have like shirts on. But like, as far as full on dress up, I would say 10% yeah. maybe. Yeah. Which, and every, yeah, I noticed when we had the lineup outside, there was a huge line before the doors opened, which kind of surprised me because I don't remember Portland being that way. Like nobody came until 9.30 in Portland. Um, but everybody was queued outside and everybody just looked like they were going to like the symphony or whatever. Everyone just yeah. had a conservative black, muted. nicer, muted, yeah, muted colors. Um, but that we stood behind someone who was dressed in like this leotard with a replica of the Cone Bra Madonna wore on one of her tours. So I creepily asked, <laughs> all I asked if I could, which sounds creepy, can I, because she was wearing a jacket. And I was like, can I, can I see all you or whatever, whatever I said. But they, they were very nicely took a picture with us. And, but the other thing I noticed is that I, well, I would say the bulk is Gen X. There is quite a range of younger people here, which yeah. kind of surprised me. There's some kids with there. I saw like a three-year-old with their, their parents. That was interesting. But there's some kids with their parents, but there's also a bunch of 20-year-olds and other, other millennials in here. So that's kind of neat to see. Yeah, good selection of people. Yeah, oh, and we are located behind the tech booth, which will be fun. So we can get some pro tips on how to run our audio on the Mark and Toddcast through through this. Although we are sitting behind, we're sitting right uh, in in the front section of like right where the basket. Uh, I was gonna say end zone, where the basket yeah. in a basketball game would be, um, and the first row of like the risers that kind of start to go up. And on one side uh, of us in the front is the audio booth. And behind the audio booth, it has two rows of maybe 10 chairs, it looks like, eight to 10 chairs, that we're trying to figure out if it's a VIP area because it's got like water bottles and special something on the seats. So I don't know if that's a special ticket price or if those are like super VIP yeah, of Portland or of Seattle types. Or friends of the Or crew. friends, or maybe that's just where the crew sits when they're not there. Oh, I thought I saw her son Rocco, Rocco Richie, but that is very unlikely, so I don't think that's him. Um, so yes, if there are any 
any uh, Seattle luminaries, we will be seeing them sit in that section. But on the other section, right in front of us, maybe about 10 feet, 10 feet to our two o'clock is a, uh, a group of hearing impaired 20 year old, 20 somethings, all very young, but all decked out and in Madonna stuff. And they've got, yes, she went, uh, Madonna had a matador phase. So, oh yeah. So he's probably the, yeah, we're looking at a guy in like full on matador costume and amazing mustache. Um, and he's got a badge and a very fancy bag. So he must have got, oh, and she's got the Who's That Girl tour jacket on, so they have VIP tickets of some sort. That's a nice... It's ensemble. Ensemble. But yes, Madonna had a, a matador phase <laughs> through Take a, take a Bow. But right by the... Um, there's a uh, deaf interpreter that we're sandwiched in between, so I'm very excited about seeing how they interpret a concert and then marveling at just the interesting interesting way a deaf community especially one that is in their 20s at this point becomes a fan of not only madonna but just music i guess a musical artist as being a deaf person is very interesting but so yes we are people are milling about it is right now 8 21 so technically this show starts in nine minutes uh so 90 percent of the people are not yet in the arena <laughs> so everyone got the memo that she does not go on on time I'm, I'm guessing that the opening act, which is usually a, a local DJ of some sort, will come on at around 9.30, and then there'll be like a 20... Oh, no, there's a DJ. Oh, the DJ, DJ Nate from the Not, Neat, Not Nerd podcast is up there uh, spinning some discs. So yeah, he's getting his table. And it's so funny because like all those DJ booths are is just a table with one of those black curtain things around it. Like Brian and I sit out at our at our comic conventions with their computers on it. So it looks so funny and low rent in the middle of like all this amazing technology of this arena to just have that ghetto little table set up with his MacBook Pro and speaker on it. Um, So yeah, I'll be interested to see what time they go on. Because yeah, there's 90% 90 not, not of capacity. Although when they herded us in and it was panic at the disco, and it was so scary because we queued up outside. Then they opened the doors and everyone had to go through security, a metal detector, which I guess is nice, but just really made me anxious. Like I was at the airport and I forgot I, I had a dead body. All metal objects from yeah, the they had this. Dis- Do not pass the red line, the yellow line. <laughs> they had a total dystopian overlord talking about you know no smoking at the this arena, no entry like you can't leave the arena and come back in and because amazon owns it there's an amazon go uh store in here everywhere although we walked into one that had like two shelves worth of things that almost looked like an art project because it was like all barren right and it had like two shelves so we got some water and mark got some candy and then like we walked around a corner and like there's this huge other one that's just sitting there that's attached to a restaurant but yeah so what did you put your card on that Put your card in when you think when you go in, so it knows who you are. And then, as you pick up things, it somehow knows. So yeah, I got my six and a half dollar bottle of water, and Mark got his candy, and uh, it's a completely yeah, completely cashless environment, which I really have my issues with as far as accessibility problems that cashless societies bring up. 
but they herd everyone into like the same two entrances and it is like there was a thousand people just crushed in that area trying to do this and no one knows where they're going and there's like one merch booth that everyone crammed to and like there was this crazy line just to that merch booth and we finally made our way downstairs to our section and it's like nice and empty and like there was a merch booth down here that there was like no one in line for and so pro tip if you're going to a giant concert like that get in and just start walking away from wherever you walked in and go to the opposite side (laughs) where no one will be so yeah some fun costumes i really appreciate this this hearing impaired group's effort man they're all wearing costumes and all very excited and we saw a cowboy what else did we see oh the matador there's the guy yeah. with the light up cape. Light up everything. The bodysuit of the cone bras. There's the guy with the glittery jacket that uh, has a shirt on it that says, um, queer. Queer, I, queer I Come. <laughs> so that was fun. It's all spangly. But yeah, lots of people do have tour shirts and stuff on it. Uh, but nothing, nothing eye-popping or color-oriented as this is the Pacific Northwest and everybody's allergic to that so but there we are those are our first our first impressions of, so now two hours left before the show starts their set (laughs) Uh, DJ Mary Magdalene 5 or whatever whatever their name is so we are in the in the witching hour in between the opening act and the show starting so any last things to say what are your expectations what are your we got scooted down one seat better we did yeah so now I'm on the aisle which I'm very excited and we're at the very front of this section so I've got a whole little side area that we can kind of spread out on one seat away from the camera that was obstructing yeah there is a camera in front of us kind of like dave dave and nate you'll know this after being to rolling hills they've got one of those cameras on the platforms on the side to catch the to catch all the action so we're kind of sitting behind that but since the stage is kind of broken up into three three different catwalks it won't be too much of a problem so we did get a little more uh, view since somebody took our, our real seats and we moved around. So, yeah, have you seen any visuals visuals from this, or just you kind of have been and been listening to the? Okay, so you don't know. Okay, so you are going in kind of blind, much like a Portland at the movie movie. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. All right. Well, people are filing in. People are at the climate change arena, uh, pouring all of their canned drinks into separate plastic cups for some reason that they're forcing so there's twice the cups being used um that and the dual death and sign language areas there's the one to our side here that i talked about last time but that new one set up camp to our left about halfway up that section so it's interesting to see and the uh that one that opened up has a little podium with lights on it they must have the track listening and the lyrics on it to be able to sign all of that so the fancy people section behind the tech has filled up none of the people look familiar though so i don't know what's going on there but yeah so we're settling in lots of the side sections Missia is here 
It could be Sia. Oh, she's a very Sia hairdo, doesn't she? I don't really know what Sia looks like now. I guess now that I reflect on it, only knowing her from that one hairstyle. So yes, we will. We will check back in after the show is done. It is not. This just in. Not Sia. So Sia has left the building apparently. We are post show. It is 1.12 in the morning. We are at Beth's, Beth, Cafe. Beth's Cafe, which is, I wish I was hungry because the food looks amazing. It's all deli, I might get deli some, slop. I might get some uh, biscuits and gravy. I don't know. It does sound good. It's, um, do you know what pirates are called pirates? No. They just are. Are you reading a, off of one of the nope. delightful handmade? I've been, I've been holding that one back for a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's what you've been waiting that's for. That's the one. <laughs> so okay, we are we are post show. What are okay. what are your thoughts on on the show? It was it, it was fantastic, uh, flawless, it, just fantastic show uh, from top to bottom. Uh, such a magnificent performer, and everything was spot on. It was actually well. Then now you are finally officially a, an ally to the LGBTQ community because you went through a, a Madonna concert. So congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we are like my voice feels thrashed. It's it's sounding a little better right now, <laughs> I'm, and I'm exhausted. And like I don't know how any performer does this multiple nights a week in multiple cities, and it's just crazy. But it was a very, it was, the crowd was a little, a little held, not held back, but they were <laughs> respectful with their clapping or whatever. They weren't all nuts, but there was a couple fun people dressed up in different costumes and different things. Mark got all the compliments for his blockbuster hoodie. He went the anti-fashion route. I got zero compliments on my custom-made Madonna shirt, but he got all the blockbuster comments. So, yeah, it was... I'm sure we'll try to talk about it a little bit more tomorrow when I feel a little bit more coherent, but right now we're, we're flying, flying high. Much like the helicopter ride from a week ago. round and round just like a circle can see a clearer picture when I touch the ground I come full circle to my place and I am home I am home I go round and round just like a right, we're in uh, Centralia heading back home we just passed the the crazy huge billboard Uncle Sam yeah. message guy where we're trying to figure out his message it said no one died in World War II so you could show your papers to buy food and we were trying to parse the language of what po- I, I imagine it meant 
it wanted to mean we already fought against having to show papers to do stuff. So I don't know. It was it's all very it's all very unclear. But it is now uh, about one twenty on Sunday. It is we are twelve hours out from our giant milkshakes that caused me to go to the bathroom like six times in the middle of the night. <laughs> so. What are your uh, any further thought? We were a little tired last night discussing, but any any thoughts that you're having? Uh, so you walked in to the show not really knowing what it was going to be like. So what? So where are you now with that? Yeah, I, it was. Um, it rivaled any huge stadium show that I had. Yeah, I've seen me. What's kind of the before. biggest show before this that you, I mean, you had seen her in? Yeah, I'd seen Italy, her in MDMA. Um, mostly, you know, like huge Christian rock shows right. like Carmen in, in the 90s, <laughs> and who, who had, you know, huge stage shows. Carmen's and, and the one. champion. Carmen's the champion in the round in the Rose Garden. Oh, my uh, gosh. Sold out, you know, that had. 10,000 more people than the Madonna show last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and huge, huge event. But um, yeah, this rivals all, every, everything that I've seen and compares to any show in the world. Yeah, um, yeah. I would say this. And I, I don't remember if I said it last night, but you could tell that the entire two hours and 15 minutes, she was singing. There was no... Like, often she'll have a background track just in case there's, like, a dance move or something like that just to kind of fill it out, and I didn't even really hear that last night. And you can tell her voice is a little strained after this many shows, but she sang the whole, that whole show live, live, uh, live vocals, which was neat. I, I felt that the sound quality, that the bass was really muddled and overpowered a lot of things that didn't need to be overpowered. I also thought was kind of surprised because that the Climate Pledge Arena was renovated in 2018, so I was like, oh, they'll have a great sound system, but we kind of noticed in that opening act, too, it just, like, sounded like they're the Boeing the Boeing engine factory was, like, right outside the <laughs> arena because it was just this low rumble that wasn't like a beat or it wasn't a melody yeah. it was just a droning noise so I did hear that in parts of the show too which is kind of a shame yeah but uh, her vocals were clear and and you know the, the good parts happened so. yeah so so uh, when we did our pre-show little thing that we were talking about how we were sandwiched in between um, two groups of hearing impaired folks and uh, interpreters. Yeah. And so why don't, Mark, you, why don't you take what was your special bonus of, <laughs> Special bonus. So there's a gentleman named uh, Russell Harvard, who is an actor who's been in several movies and he apparently is a ASL interpreter and he performed for the he group performed. He performed uh, magically. And so uh, we looked up a little bit of information about him, and he has produced several, uh, you know, ASL overs for videos. And so there's there's one of him, shirtless in black and white, for the song "Cherish" by Madonna, and 
uh, him performing just like the the, the video kind of like the video and yeah. you know nods to the video and uh, it, it, you know we we've got a little clip of him in erotica and he's Erotica, a song which is mostly moaning and <laughs> talking about having hands all over your body. Yeah, and so he uh, just just embodied the spirit of the song every time that he. And I've performed. seen I've seen some of those ASL uh, in concert, like either on YouTube or yeah. TikTok or Instagram or whatever, for like hardcore rap artists yeah. that like super rap super fast and. Even some of those performers will get distracted and just start watching the, the <laughs> ASL people. But it was interesting because they had um, a little area set up that said, you know, we're kind of like a, a service animal. It was yeah. like, do not bother <laughs> ASL guy. Do not pet him. Because he was a, a rather, I would have to say too, a rather attractive guy that is apparently in his 40s but looked 41. to be in his early 30s. And there was a rotating group. There was him, there was a woman, and then there was another middle-aged looking guy and they kind of swap every three songs or whatever they would swap but it was clear that they had all rehearsed they knew the lyrics they knew what motions they would do or how to show like a sustained guitar solo or like whatever was happening it was really really cool to see it was like a, a neat little bonus show and yeah i still can't get over the the younger age of all of the hearing impaired people that were yeah. there it was it was really cool to see so that was a that was a neat little and they were all dressed up and you know costumey costumes and, 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 and really they were talking with the other deaf group who was like pretty far away but just having a normal conversation because it doesn't require having to shout or hear or whatever so that was cool the one thing i did appreciate about the show as a whole that i, I knew coming in was that it's one of the only times I've seen fan service done perfectly well. Like, you could have walked in and seen that show and been totally fine with it. You're like, oh, everyone's wearing a wacky costume for this for some reason or whatever. But, like, every everything was a nod or reference to something in her career. Whether it was, like, the last number was, like, the most obvious because all... 17 or whatever her backup dancers were all in one of her different iconic looks from over the years but then there was like another small transition song that used the music to like this rather obscure 12 minute dance remix that was on the rain maxi single in like <laughs> 1993 and I'm like up down sweet Uptown Sweet, because that's the name of the song or whatever. <laughs> and so, like, all little things like that, all tiny little things that if you knew what that was, you would get it, but it didn't distract or take away from anything else in the show in a way that, like, even Marvel movies where it's, like, even Spider-Man Far From Home or whatever, when Andrew Garfield shows up out of the portal and, like, in the movie pauses for an audience applause break right. knowing that like oh it's a spite I've I recognize that or whatever which is like usually super distracting even in the Star Wars movies are like yeah Han Solo or whatever I guess your name is Han Solo now like just really clunky things that weigh things down but this was done so perfectly that if you didn't know you didn't know but if you did you were like oh wow what a neat little like, I never thought I would see her reference 
this one thing that she did 40 years ago or whatever. So that was really, really cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was just exhausting to watch and to witness and to be a part of and how any, let alone her, but how any Taylor Swift or Beyonce or whoever does these concert circuits is... And you'll hear, like, lots of artists say that it is the worst experience in the world to travel around the world, which sounds great, but you're basically in, like, terrible concrete green rooms of different arenas, and that's literally all you see from city to city. You never, it's not like she went to the Space Needle today or whatever before the show. She's just back in some, some little room. So... Yeah, lots of people, especially older artists, will be like, once they make it, they're like, screw this, I am not, I am not doing tours like this, because, and younger artists, too, yeah. will, like, just mentally unravel if you're not prepared for what it takes, so, <coughs> we stayed with our friend, my friend, uh, Kara, who I know through, uh, PSU for my school, who, who moved up here last summer, and we were able to stay with her in her amazing house, the best hotel I've ever stayed in. <laughs> she had little snacks for us, little eye masks yeah. on her pillows. And her boyfriend, Lucas. Her boyfriend, Lucas, who was great, I met for the first time. Uh, and her friend, Kristen, also visited from school. But, um, so yeah, so Mark made two new best friends with the ASL interpreter and Kara, who is just one of the most wonderful delightful and delightful people. people in the world. So that was great to see them as well. We went to Archie McPhee's. Archie McPhee's. Archie McPhee's. Archie McPhee's, which is a famous little toy novelty store uh, in the... What area is that? Near near Fremont. I, it's got a different name, but it's it's just north of Fremont. Yeah, just north, north of this uh, Seattle Center, I guess is what they're calling the Space Needle Experience yeah. Music Project, the Climate Pledge stuff. And so we drove past the Fremont Troll today. I'd never seen it in person. That was cool. Um, but yeah, a great little a great little area that that diner we went to or whatever was just fantastic. We went past that this morning again. Um, yeah, so we are we are headed back, and it's been it was a fantastic fantastic little trip that had like no hitches. We had a lot of anxiety about all the the phone only tickets and parking and and all of that. It all happened really smoothly. Super smooth, super great. We are we are now headed back to the Greater Portland metro area. So it was a very exciting month for the Mark and Todd cast that will be hard to live down for a while. But it was a very very cool and it was a it was a neat experience. So cool. The end. Awesome. Ian, thank you. We'll see you later next next, next episode eventually.